Have you ever had that moment where you're looking at your team and you're thinking, we have the talent, we have what it takes, but there's just something missing that would make it all click? With today's guest, it was the mental game. And we are honored to be a part of the journey with this team and this coaching staff as they are putting these pieces together and we cannot wait to see them hit the ground running in spring. Today's episode is a case study with Meridian Community College in Mississippi. We met head coach Faith Robinson in our coaching boot camp, and she's been a good friend of ours ever since. Alicia had a blast working with her team, and it was super cool for me on the outside to get to hear everything they were going through and listening to this episode back, all the ways in which the girls have grown. It's super cool to see this journey from an outsider's point of view and to be able to have a little hand in it. And before we jump in, a special note. Unfortunately, Faith's father recently passed away before this episode could air. So to you, Mr. Robinson, we dedicate this episode. Hope you're listening up there and seeing just how awesome your kiddo is. She's doing great things and we are so happy to have met her and we know you'd be proud. This one's for you. Get your head in the game, coach. You're about to get your audio dose of softball inspiration. I'm Melanie Rushing. And I'm Alicia Smith, and we help softball teams win more games and have more fun. Right now, you're joining thousands of passionate coaches across the nation who are dragging the field, prepping for the day, or driving to that other job while they learn and grow as a coach. So if you're ready to learn how to build a strong team culture, get your players to believe, and make a real difference in their lives, you're in the right place. This is the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mental Sweet Spot podcast. I have two awesome guests today. Um, I had the great pleasure of working with these two coaches and their awesome team over the last nine or 10 weeks. So this has been an awesome journey for me to not only meet these coaches, but all of their team. So I wanted to introduce Coach Faith Robinson and Coach London Ladner. So welcome guys. Welcome. <laughs> I am. I'm really excited to talk to you guys today. So coach Faith, let's start with you. Um, kind of talk about you personally and your team kind of before you met Mel and I and started working with us kind of talk about where you were at as a coach personally first. I've been now at Meridian for nine years and I've always struggled with just acceptance of like myself and my own personal coaching style. So meeting Mel and Alicia on the coaches training um, really helped me to just really accept myself and my style and just stay true to me. And so because I was struggling with it, I feel like recruiting kids in and trying to get them to work together that was just a little hill that I had to climb um, to get them to just be be true to themselves and accept each other for who they are. So I wanted to break down the team mentally first because the physical side was there. Um, we can play the game. We had enough talent. We just could not get past trying to help them be more confident, help them be more consistent uh, and, and, and really attack the game from the mental aspect. So I decided to do the, um, the challenge with Alicia for the nine weeks to 
really helped them to grow mentally and it has changed a lot. So back to, back to you in the beginning and you personally, do you feel like sometimes you struggled with also the confidence of your coaching style? Uh, yes, because it's not, I feel, I just feel like there weren't enough faces and coaches for me to really um, look up to and pattern my style after other than my father. But um, you just don't cut on your TV and just see coaches that look like me every day. So I was trying to figure out a way to fit in um, the coaching world and, and I guess get people to trust me and believe in, in what I bring to the table. So yes, I did struggle a little bit with confidence myself, but, um, you know, I know that what I do with individuals is, is good. It was just now making it fit to a whole team and really convey to the team or come across and just us finish what we, what we started to do, which was compete. We just haven't finished competing. We had just really good kids and they grew. I just couldn't put the finish together. And I think it was just more so mentally than the physical aspect of teaching the game. Because we talked a lot about that over the course of like us getting to know each other about how you really, you really wanted to coach like you and be you, but sometimes, you know, you didn't really know what that was. And I think that I, I also saw you grow through this because you really said, you know, this is who I am and be okay with it. And I think that's what's so awesome because you are so genuine to these girls and watching you, because the relationship that you have with your team is awesome. I love watching you interact with them and you genuinely care about them so deeply and that's obvious. And I think that just watching you grow as well uh, as a coach and trusting that being you is okay, I think is, is really special. And I, I definitely Thank think you. that part was, was fun to watch because I think a lot of coaches struggle with that a lot, right? We, 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 as coaches, we either try to emulate somebody else or aren't confident in being our true selves in, in coaching because we're always so focused on the skills. Yes. Coach Lennon, what about you? Kind of where were you at uh, as a coach personally, kind of before we started talking? This is my fifth year here at MCC. Um, I'm still, I guess you would consider a young coach. So I'm still kind of trying to figure out, I guess, what my style is completely. Um, you know, working with Mental Sweet Spot has really allowed me to kind of take in and, and, and analyze my style, you know, as a whole um, and really work on, you know, how it affects our players. You know, and I've just been continuously, you know, trying to work on, you know, being aware of how my coaching style comes off. So it's, it's done a lot for me personally. How would you feel like what would be one thing that you would say your coaching style has either changed or been different that has impacted your kids in a positive way in the last maybe two months? I would probably say, you know, my immediate reaction to, uh, I guess, a mistake to, 
you know, I think that I'm very quick to jump the gun or I have been in the past. So it's kind of like, you know, letting what happened sink in, give them time to analyze, you know, what had happened um, instead of just immediately, Hey, you know, we, what are we doing? Like, you know, so um, it's, it's allowed me to, you know, really think about that um, and how it affects them from an emotional standpoint. I think that's, we've talked about this before too, because, you know, in some of the other smaller sessions we've had about how there's that natural, we're competitive people. You know, you, you both played at the collegiate level as well. You were both high-performing players, right? So it's like, it's, it's that instinct of competitiveness, I think, that is really hard sometimes to control. And we've also talked about this with your team, like how that's one of my weaknesses. Like I consider that a weakness of mine or something I need to work on is my initial reaction to because I'm so competitive and we want so desperately for our kids to do well when it doesn't happen, that tends to be our reaction. And I think that um, that's one of the things I've also struggled with. And I think it's important to be able to, to take the step back and recognize when we need to, when we need to slow down because it is really for them. So coach Faith, talk a little bit about where your team was last year, because we've talked a little bit about like the differences between you know, your team last year and this year. So talk a little bit about where they were last year and some of the things that you had to, that you struggled with trying to pull them together. Um, last season, we, we had a really strong team talent, talent wise. Um, but um, even just talking with the girls this season, they didn't feel a, a really close team bond they weren't, they weren't uh, working against each other or full of drama. They just were, they were still separated. They felt that they, the freshmen didn't feel support from the sophomores and, and so forth. And so they just felt like each individual was on the, on the field playing for themselves. Um, and this year, um, you know, of course, the pandemic is, has, has put a lot of things into perspective. We haven't been able to do things as normally as, as we would have. Um, and I think it worked out in our favor. It's a, it's a, it turned out to be a good thing. They had to sit together and bond a little bit quicker. And we started the mental breakdown of everything over the summer and they became a, a true sisterhood and so not only did we bring in you know that that same amount of talent losing our sophomores last year but the the freshmen knew what they lacked from from that upper class and so they made sure that they gave this younger group everything that they felt that they didn't get and so they are are totally different just as far as their communication, their, their work ethic together. Um, they push each other and they, they complement each other just so much better than we have in the past. Coach London, what other things would you add to that? From last year's group, she pretty much hit the nail on the head um, with, you know, what that they brought. We have always brought in talented players through this program. 
Um, and we've continuously have tried to work on that mental approach. Um, and I think, you know, working with you guys has, has kind of been what we were missing in terms of just being able to put it together. You know, um, it's, it's this team, this year's team has really surprised me in that aspect. Um, I knew we had a lot of talent, but the way that they've gelled, like Coach Faith, you know, mentioned, has just been – it's been fun to watch. And this year's team is going to be really exciting to watch come spring. So. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things that, uh, Coach Faith, you've talked a lot about and have made a really big effort to really help them bond together and gel together. Talk about one of the exercises that you did pretty early on that made the biggest impact that you saw uh, your kids uh, on your kids when uh, in the beginning, like through the boot camp, when you had them sit down and kind of talk to each other. Like, what kind of impact did you see those basic things that you asked them to do have? Just uh, I'm glad you brought up the the day we had to sit and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, they even with me just separating them how I wanted them to pair up because I I knew if I let them choose a partner, it would be very simple. They would choose somebody that they know or have talked to or, you know, room with, even though it was very early on and they didn't completely know each other. Um, I paired them up into groups that they, they had nothing or they would think they had nothing in common. How am I supposed to talk to this person? And they had to sit and I gave them prompting questions that were very challenging. Um, And they had to sit and talk with each other. And so right after that, they were, I think they, they took themselves to another level just on their conversations. Um, They, that's something that I would definitely incorporate in every team from here on out um, is just the, the initial communication. Talk to me and it does not have to be about softball. Find out things about me, what I like, what I don't like. Um, and the conversations were very real. What, when you first saw me, what did you automatically assume? What did you not, why, do you, why did you not like me from the beginning? Um, what did you automatically like about me from the beginning? Um, those were questions that, you know, I told the girls to be honest and I told the recipients to be, you know, open to their opinion. You have to just listen to it. Just listen to the opinions um, and figure out, you know, when, when, when I first saw you, yeah, I thought you were mean. Why did you think I was mean? It was the face. It was the, I thought you were cocky because you're tall and your nose looked like it, it is up all the time and you are very confident. And, and so they, they had those conversations, which were really good. And it changed how they communicate on the field. No doubt in my mind. Um, because now they know uh, when when someone needs a little pick me up, uh, they know how to get someone out of their heads when they get down um, after mistakes. They they really do. I know we use this word a lot, 
motivating each other, but they really do know how to get things back positive when they start to see them go downhill. And it was such a simple exercise, right? But you yes. had this, you had this really good forethought and very thoughtful questions, but I love the fact that you put challenging questions to them and, and forced them to, you know, well, it didn't force them to be real. It forced them to at least think about it, you know, and to, mm-hmm. and I think the more they opened up to each other and had hard conversations, right? Because I think that that is such an, that was such an awesome idea that you had, because what you're doing is you're really saying, okay, what preconceived notions did you have about me before you even talked to me? And how many times do girls actually say, have a preconceived notion in their head, especially the age groups that we're coaching and automatically Mm -hmm. assume things and then just don't even talk to that girl or not not be able to truly bond with that girl. And I think that happens all the time, actually. And we, we've talked about this on many times, just like on a personal level too. And I think that those prompting questions, starting off the season with those really tough prompting questions really made big changes and big strides for your girls. And it truly was a simple exercise, right? You yes. were also, very, I like how you were also thoughtful in pairing them up because it's easy to talk to your friend and, you know, like you said, but I think you were very strategic in setting them up and that paid huge dividends to even before anything was even done. And I think that that is so important about starting to build that culture. So I, I just think that there's an awesome idea and I would definitely encourage other coaches to consider something like that, right? They can, it can yes. be your own questions and your own pairing, but you know your girls well enough to be able to create those pairings and, and have those questions, right? And I think that that was just, was awesome. Coach London, what about you? What did you see after that exercise? What did you start seeing in your girls uh, on the field? What kind of changes? saw a lot of changes um in our, in our team the most important thing was trust um that was one of the biggest things that you know shown through that exercise um I know we've talked about it before and Faith has, has mentioned it uh, but this group diversity is in, insane with this group um our kids come from all different walks of life different backgrounds um so when she did the initial pairing, um, you know, we had kids paired from different sides of the spectrum or so you would think, you know, but turns out, um, you know, there's so much similarities, whether you grew up, you know, in the suburbs or, you know, in, in, in the rural areas, um, a lot of similarities. So after the exercise, they just came together more um, off the field, definitely, but also on the field. Um, you could see the trust and, you know, they knew that if a mistake was made, they were going to have teammates there to, to pick them up. So um, that was especially exciting to, to see. I think the, the word trust, like you just hit it right on the head, like at the end of the day, when they trust each other on and off the field is really when, you know, teams can really come together. And I think that that's so important when you're starting to build your culture, that if you don't have that on the field or off the field, 
all of the talent in the world doesn't matter. And I know that a lot of coaches struggle with the same things that you talked about when it comes to the fact that you, you have talent, you know it, but they can't play together. They don't play together. They can't battle through adversity and they don't know how, but if they trust each other at the end of the day, there isn't anything that can stop them. That doesn't translate to the fact that they're going to win every game. But what you've created is an awesome group of girls that will fight for each other, trust each other, help each other through. And at the end of the day, you can step back as a coach and be, be really satisfied, you know? And I think that that's what's, that's awesome. So I, I think that it was an awesome exercise that you did faith and, and coach Lennon. I think that, that between the two of you, you also, you know, uh, have been able to provide your strengths and weaknesses as well to the girls and be great role models for them because you have also been vulnerable, vulnerable with them and, and they also trust you. And I think that that it has to go both ways. It has to go within the players, within the coaching staff, and then from coach to player and player to coach. And I think that you both have done a tremendous job as well to continue to build that trust with them. So talk a little bit about your culture and how is that going, you know, cause we, we uh, set up that culture for them. They were kind of working through their words, you know, and I ended up uh, sending you guys a little surprise, uh, which is kind of, yeah. So, yep. She's still got on those yeah. hands, which is awesome. So kind of talk to me about how your culture is going uh, and how that's integrated throughout your uh, everyday, uh, your practice, your games and everyday life uh, there on campus. Okay. Um, we we've talked and of course i i kind of knew that culture starts with your leaders you're the top and it works down through the program and so um that was the big thing on why i wanted to do the mental sweet spot from the beginning was i wanted to make sure i was ready um i was prepared mentally to attack this season so i can do things differently um, to see if I can get a different result at the end of the year. And so um, I know um, we we chose words, but coming from leadership, I didn't want to do the original um, typical captain of the team or freshman captain, sophomore captain. Um, and we built a leadership council. And so that that turned out to be phenomenal for this group, um, just to have a group of girls that um, basically stem from us to try to carry out everything that we want um, carried out. And, and in our absence, those those five girls should be able to run practice and keep things going as if we were there. Um, so we got a group of girls that that we trusted. They interviewed for it, um, and uh, best best woman won uh, the spots. But they they get the culture going the way it should go. So it's they take a lot off of Coach L and I, um, and they came up with their their words. So they they start off their culture by supporting each other and remaining positive, having good energy, being confident and trusting each other. So they, they came up with that in every day when we, whether we're practicing, lifting weights, conditioning, or just doing study hall, you know, like just anytime we're in a group and having to do something or get things done, 
you can definitely see that they are carrying out those five words. Um, not a lot of people like to get up at 5 a.m. Um, and that's okay. But the when they're kind of sluggish, they're put they get in groups uh, to lift and everything and condition. And they immediately start trying to pick up that energy with each other. Um, like like Elle said earlier, they trust each other a lot more. Um, this group has built so much more confidence in what they do um, that it's crazy. They still, you know, will get down occasionally and, and, and they're supposed to get frustrated when they mess up, but they bounce back so much faster than they have in the past. It's, it used to be where it just carried on and on and on inning to inning or from, from minute to minute in practice. And now they, they can get out of it and, and put that one aside, get to the next play, push that, that mess up aside, get to the next play. Um, and so the, the way you helped me develop um, the girls mentally has changed this culture a lot uh, from what it used to be. Um, I've always been the positive one, trying to um, make sure they, okay, it's, it's, you did it, it's over with, snap out of it. Um, but now it's to get them to try to do it for each other is, is amazing to watch because it does take a lot of slack off of the coaching staff. You don't have to, like, um, I know London was saying that um, she, you know, would jump the gun and she was, was quick reacting in a more negative way um, when things happened or when mistakes were made. But now that quick reaction has not just been slowed down because of her, but it's because of them. Like they, soon as something happens, somebody's are already padding that kid on the back to say, you know, look, it was, it's, it's good. I got your back. Like you stay relaxed, you play right there, you're good. Um, and so they, they have boosted each other up so much and they trust each other on the field and they, they have realized that they are really one in the same person, just a different body, different body type, different color skin that this team is, even though they're diverse, they really are like all one family. They all come from the same cut a cloth like it's it's crazy to watch them play on the field and and be one with each other that is that is so great because that's like the the mecca for coaches like that's what we all want right because we all see we all see the potential you knew that potential was there for them right and to see that culture kind of grow you know from the ground up help from the top down uh is really awesome because those examples are everything that like I would love to see from my team as well. And, it, and like you said, I, I love how you said it. Like it just takes the pressure off of you because we can be exhausting when it's trying to try to be positive all the time. It's exhausting for the coach to try to be positive all the time, but when that actually can come from them, like you were that so well, it's like, I never actually thought of it that way. And it's like, you're so right. Like I don't have to be, because we can't do it for them. 
So trying so hard constantly to give them the positive, it's okay, it's all right, pat them on the back, give them confidence, give them courage, give them all the stuff. It's like, it doesn't, it, it's exhausting for you. So I think that that's so special to see. And I love that you're wearing the wristband. And I love to hear that it's just in everything that you do. Like you mentioned study hall and all the other things that they're doing. Like that is what, what you really want from a culture. You want it to be embedded in everything that you do. So I think that's really cool to hear. Uh, Coach London, what about you? What do you have a, uh, any more to add or a different perspective maybe of how the culture has really kind of changed your program? I can't follow that up. <laughs> I saw you taking notes, so I didn't know if you have more to uh, say. Yeah, everything, yeah. everything I wrote down. She, so you guys, are, you guys are, <laughs> but you guys are in sync. And that's what I love about you guys, because you guys literally are in sync in everything that you do and, and, and say and think. And, and I think that's what's great. But you, but you just have these different perspectives too. And you know, when they align, it's also a good thing. So, um, but, but what I want to make sure that everyone hears is that you guys have made a super intentional, like your drive has been intentional and your, what you want for this team has been intentional. You've, you've taken yes, extra time, but intentional time to be able to really work through uh, your culture, to work through uh, having your kids understand each other, learning how to trust each other. And, and you guys have made such an effort to do that, which, and you're really starting to see that, right? So, cause we've talked about like some of the games that they've played and in practice, how they have been able to bounce back, how they have been, have been able to support each other. So tell me now kind of what your vision is for this team, knowing that you've, you've completed the program, you've gone through it, you have, you have tools now, cause that's what we've talked about in our last meeting with the girls is now they have these mental tools and mental skills. There's, you know, two different things, right? They have some mental skills that they've been working on building, but they also have these mental tools on how to handle things. And that's really kind of where the, what, what the importance is. And they've recognized on their own, they've been able to change things by using some of the mental tools and skills that they've learned by being able to bounce back quickly. So tell me kind of, what do you envision for this team come, come the spring after you have to, more time to continue to work with them between now and the time they start playing games in the spring? I expect them to, to take the field um, because we've played since we've had several classes with you. Um, and even the way that the game went, even their shift from being on top to being down runs, um, the the way they attack it now looks differently um every everything was hustle on off the field there was no heads dropped if if you didn't get the hit you know the usually it's the top of the lineup that that does everything that produces everything well you have done such a, a great job just building confidence all the way through this team that the bottom of the lineup is where the runs were coming from. Um, you know, you, your nine hole hits a grand slam, <laughs> like who does that? So it's like, it's amazing just watching them, you know, now uh, with, with the tools that you've get, given them, with the, the strength that you've given them just to, to be themselves and believe in themselves, I expect the spring to be just, you know, movie night. Just me sit back on the bucket, hands behind my head and watch them play. Like, I, I really think I'm going to just be able to enjoy watching them 
play. Like it's not, um, even just with practices, we've, we've been recording and, and trying to get some stuff set up to get kids moved out of the program. And, and so even just going back and looking at their, their videos and I'm going, you know, this is the first time you've actually like created great video. Like I don't have to cut. I don't like everything you're putting out there is just you play in the game. I get to watch them play the game. I don't get to, I don't have to sit in the game and watch them think and practice and, and get stressed out. I get to watch them play. And so, um, the spring I, I feel is going to be really fun just watching 10 girls attack another team along with the the 10 12 in the dugout just attack that other team and say this is my field like we are going to own the day and and so you know now they have that now they walk around with their chest you know they can they can hold their chest up and you know it's, it's just amazing to know that this is what we're taking into the spring. So. Coach Lennon, what do you, what do you see for the spring? Um, I expect them to, you know, just live and play each game by the culture we've taught them, you know, remove the word failure, you know, from, from their everyday language. I hope that they lean on each other and that they trust that we have, you know, given them the tools and everything that they need to that to be prepared. You know, we've crossed the T's, we've dotted the I's. Um, and most importantly, remember why they play the game. You know, we've talked about that, knowing your why. You know, um, when you know your why, it, it makes it easy. Yeah. So just just getting them to go out there and, and play the game they fell in love with, you know, when they were little. So I expect, you know, as a staff, we expect big things from this team. So right now is the hard part, just waiting. Just waiting. <laughs> waiting until February, yeah. So. It's so true. And Coach Faith, I, I've had, fortunately, I've experienced exactly what you said. I always say when our playoffs in high school start, my job is done. I've, I've done everything I could to prepare them. There's, there's no more, there's no more preparing for, you know, when's playoffs start in high school. And I always say, I tell my team, I have the best seat in the house, third, but third base box. And I just get to watch. And it's so much, it's so fun because you get to see all those things come out. You get to see the kids having fun. They are truly enjoying playing and is it stressful and, you know, uh, under pressure? Yeah, but they are, they've let go of all that and they're able to have fun. And when you can watch your girls do that, it is, it is like the most rewarding thing in the world. Win, lose or draw, right? You are just so excited because they, they believe in themselves and they're doing all the things that you guys just mentioned. Like it's so fun to watch. And I, I truly believe that that's, what's gonna, that's, what's gonna happen for these girls because they put in the work. Like we talked about the very beginning, you get out of it, what you put into it. So it doesn't matter as a coach, what you say or what tools you give them or what consulting program you put them through, they have to take ownership of it. And, you know, I've watched these girls grow and I'll never forget. It was one of, I think it was the first or second week. One of your players stopped and asked me a question. She said, coach, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. And she said, well, how can I, you know, better manage my time? 
So we talked about that. We, you know, we, we talked about it through the whole team and how, because they have so much going on as student athletes. And, uh, the next week she showed me her planner. She went out and bought a planner and she started planning out her week. And that was kind of part of her routine. And I think that, you know, spilled down over into a lot of other players. So little basic things like that go a really long way. Right. But we were talking a lot about things that didn't have to do with softball. And I think that that is, was really for me, the joy of watching your girls grow. And I saw their, their confidence grow too. Cause it's a little difficult sometimes to get on a call that with someone you don't really know and start talking about things. But I think that was the best part. So for me, I just, I loved working with your girls. It was, it was a lot of fun. So um, one last question for each of you. Um, coach Faith, we'll start with you. Tell me about where you are now as a coach. How do you feel as a coach now? Um, I've, I've always known I was capable of, of being considered quote unquote good. Um, but, but now it's not so much as me showing people that I'm, I'm worthy of that word. I feel it just within myself. And so, you know, I, I tell people all the time that I, I, this is my life. Like that's, I used to use that as my name on social media, softball sites, um, because I, I really do like feel that like this is, softball has always been everything to me and working with kids has always just been everything to me. And so like now you've, you've just helped me to, to really put in perspective. I really can do this until my last breath. Like there is no retiring from ball. Like I'm going to always do softball. I'm going to always train kids. I'm going to always work with, with kids to help them get wherever they want to go and so um now it's it's about it's simply about just like I said not having to prove that to anyone it's you've just given me given me that reassurance okay yeah I am in the right spot this is what I'm supposed to be doing and um I'm super super confident in what I have to offer and so now I'm just trying to instill that in the kids that I work with, just being confident in what they have to offer. I'm so happy to hear you say that because you're an unbelievable human being. Like who happens to be a coach? Like you were just in, and you pour your heart and soul into these kids and your heart and soul into everything that you do. And I'm so happy to hear you say that because you are so amazing and what you offer these kids. I'm so thankful that you, are just bursting with the confidence to just be you and share everything with them because boy, coach faith, you are, you are, I can't say enough how what an awesome coach you are, but also human being. And I think that that is why I wanted to work with you and your girls, because these are the type of, we are, we are like soulmates in that scenario. Like we give everything, right. Yes. We give everything to these programs and these girls because we care so deeply. So I'm really happy to hear you say that. I was like cheering on Zoom. I don't know if you saw me. I was like, that's yes. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Lennon, you're up. You got to follow that. I'm sorry. That, that's... <laughs> I always get stuck with the, the hard parts, huh? I kind of took a different route on it. Um, Good. 
you know, as a coach, it, it kind of took me back to our culture word, you know, how I feel now. I feel, I guess, spent, you know, I feel supported by, you know, our, our the remainder of our staff because we do have two other assistants that have, have started working with us. I, you know, of course, I feel supported by Coach Faith. Um, I have a more positive outlook, you know, during the moments where it's needed. In terms of energy, I feel like that's been taken up a notch. I'm, I've, I've kind of been more more laid back. <laughs> um, but, you know, bringing the energy up and having the kids try and get to that level, of course, you know Faith's super high energy. So I'm trying to get up there with her. Um, so working on that, you know, confident in the, the decisions that we make as a staff on and off the field and just trusting that, you know, we're making the right decisions. You know, trusting that we're making the right decision and having trust in each other. So, um, I just feel a lot more, I guess, more well put together. <laughs> like, I'm starting to think in different ways that I haven't in the past. Um, and really just being aware, you know, showing awareness of, of how my actions have, you know, affected our teammates from a mental aspect, you know, you don't think about it in the moment because you love them the same. At the end of the day, I can, you know, say something. And as soon as the words get out of my mouth, you know, I'm over it. So just, you know, being more aware and, and just having a more, I guess, approachable, approachableness. Um, and, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, I'll be working on probably for the rest of my coaching career, you know, <laughs> so it, it's a process and, and just trusting in that process. So, um, but feeling good, feeling good. <laughs> and, you know, I've also enjoyed, you know, working with both of you, both is it, what I said goes to really both of you, because you both are uh, such caring coaches, but you're different people and you, you've embraced that and that's okay. Right. And, you know, coach London, you also during some of our leadership time, right. You were, you were kind of vulnerable in front of your kids. And I think that that too, um, I'm only guessing that that might be a little, that was something that was a little bit new for you. Um, but I think opening up to them too, both of you have done so. And I've, I've seen both of you guys grow as well. And I think that that again, has just been such rewarding for me, you know, as well in, in developing that relationship with you guys and also your girls. So I commend both of you. So uh, I, I am so thankful for the opportunity to work with you guys again, and for you guys to come on and kind of share your story because you guys have, um, a story that is, that is not necessarily unique in the grand scheme of things, but unique to you guys. And the fact that you guys are like wearing your wristband spec is the uh, acronym that you guys, that your kids came up with, I believe S P E S P E C T, um, which is kind of on their wristbands now that, uh, I kind of sent as a, as a surprise to the girls and the coaches. So, which was pretty cool, but I just, again, thank you for sharing your guys' experience. And um, I know that a lot of coaches will relate to the things that the struggles you went through uh, and also the desires that you have for your program and your girls and yourselves as coaches. And the last thing I just want to mention is that you guys have also worked on yourselves. You have, you know, we as coaches, sometimes we want so much for our kids, um, but sometimes forget ourselves. I think we do the same thing sometimes as parents or as spouses or, or whatever, but I think that that's really, what's really important that you guys are also growing, uh, together, uh, individually and ultimately your program. So thank you guys. 
And that is a wrap on today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions at any time, please feel free to reach out. If you're wondering what's going on lately and what we have to offer, if you're listening in on Saturday, we kick off our team boot camp tomorrow. You still have time to jump in. We got space for a few more teams. We want to keep it close knit, but it's a way for your teams to get the first bit of what this team went through to start to build that ownership and help your girls stay in their lane, stop comparing themselves to others and see just how amazing they can be. So if you want to unleash that kind of belief in your players, go check out mentalsweetspot.com slash team bootcamp. And if you're looking for any more personalized or private consultations with Alicia, we can always set that up as well. You can just reach out to Alicia at mentalsweetspot.com. Let us know what your team is dealing with, what your goals are, what you want for them, and we can create a package for you. That's Alicia at mentalsweetspot.com. All right, guys, that's all we have for today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast and have a good one.